Just go ahead and press record and we'll just do some banter and don't worry about it. We're talking about movies. What are we winning? Are we alive? Yeah, we're live. We're live. Hey, we're back. Oh, I can't hear you. You gotta probably turn your mic on. <laughs> oh, I, I can't hear you. Hey, we're back. Okay, when I said talk normally, I said not yell into the freaking microphone. <laughs> Where's those notes at? Did you throw them on here? I did. Oh, yeah, I need to take a gander at them. Here we are. They're back in the thread, the outline for this episode. It's uh, August 17th. What? Oh. oh when you submitted them, yeah. That's right, yeah. Today is not August 17th. Today is August 27th. Yes. So, oh, this is Give That Some Thought. No, it's not. I take that back. <laughs> I have another podcast on the brain. Sorry. This is I Have the High Ground. If which is a tripod which, broadcast. Which is a tripod broadcast. If we were Give That Some Thought, we'd be better than they are because mostly drivel. The drugs. The drugs. The druggists. It's all about the drugs and the conspiracies on that show. I can't. I can't hear myself. You can't hear yourself. Try your other. Uh, none of them you can't hear. Oh yeah. Try. Fidget. There we go. There we go. I'm good. That one you might have to kind of put it in. If you can't hear it all, like kind of fidget it in and out. I try to find that perfect. I'm good now. Talk, Brett. What's it? Okay, I can hear you. Okay, I'm finally looking at this list here. <laughs> so while you guys are catching up, I'm rather irritated because I play Snapchat with. Rick's wife, Brittany. Oh. And she has this knack for, I think she cheats, but she wins probably maybe like three games out of every five that we play. Honey, if you did cheat, what would you do? (laughs) (laughs) Come on up. Here, you can borrow mine for the time being. Ladies and gentlemen, this is my beautiful wife, Brittany, A&I. Heyo. Hi. Okay, so I don't cheat. Okay. Um, you just re- replay it. I, <laughs> it happened on accident one time, and I asked you if you've ever done that, and you said that you have had that happen too. So on Snapchat, they have this neon pool game that we've been playing for now, what, six months? If that, or yeah, if not longer. And basically, if you, if your phone accidentally turns off or you, you know, whatever, then it will, once you open it back up, it immediately turns it back on and restarts it. And when that happens, sometimes it's a good thing and sometimes it's a bad thing. But most of the time I just have a lot of skill and he'd like to think I'm cheating and I'm Mm. really not. I'm just really good at what I do. I've gotten a lot better though. Like you used to win like maybe eight out of every 10 and now maybe um, you're winning like six out of every 10, something like that. Why don't you just pull a chair over there? You've gotten pretty good. And I will share say. Brits. And occasionally Mike. I have a really, really bad game. And sometimes I let you win. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Some days I'm really busy and I just kind of thumb through and shoot a few and don't really care to replay it oh, or not. Oh, good. Well, you shouldn't replay it ever. That's... Well, I mean, I'm telling you, it's just an accident. <laughs> Most of the time I win on purpose, though. Good. I always went on purpose. So what are we talking about today? 
Oh, yeah, actually, a bunch of stuff to talk about. Uh, I can run through the agenda as we get going here. So I guess Brittany needs a copy since she wants to participate. She won't know anything about what we're talking about. <laughs> well, she will know about Godzilla because she did fall asleep in, <laughs> with me in the movie. Theater. Oh, did she? Yes. She fell asleep. I thought you did. Oh, oh, you no, you fell asleep in Star Wars. What heresy? That's one of those people were talking behind us in Winsville. Ooh, that was oh, so yeah. bad. That was bad. Which Star Wars did you uh, fall? Asleep? It was the first one. Well, the rise or the it was the rise of Skywalker. No, no, uh, um, no. Force Awakens. Yeah, was it? Yes. Yes. Has it been that long? It's been that long. 2015. Five years ago. Wow. That's still not as bad as when. We first watched The Force Awakens and, er, yeah, Force Awakens. And so, spoiler alert for those who haven't seen Force Awakens, but Han Solo dies. And, uh, after the movie, Rick shouts, I can't believe they killed Han Solo <laughs> as the people are going into the next screen. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. We're like, I didn't say it like that though. I was like, I was like, man, that was crazy. And I didn't say it that loud, but it was loud enough to where I'm pretty sure everybody around me heard. <laughs> Everyone that was heading into the next screening heard. I'm I was sure. like, joking, joking. <laughs> well, people do that. No. Kind of, you know, some people decide to be assholes. I didn't mean to. That, I was but... really invested in the conversation. But anyways, what do we got today? So here's the agenda. Oh, and this table does like rattle a lot, so just FYI. Intro and catch up, which we're doing now, summer twenty twenty, Star Wars news, uh God and then the main topic, Godzilla, the twenty fourteen movie, and then movies of twenty twenty one, um a handful of those to briefly discuss. And then whatever rabbit trails we want to chase along the way. Yeah. I like chasing rabbits. Chasing rabbits. <laughs> you know, I went rabbit hunting with you guys once and that was fun. Yeah. We didn't I, get anything that day, did we? We got one, maybe. Did we? We, I had an assist on one. I think Jeff winged it, and then I finished it off. Good. Very nice. Nothing will be like winter of 2011. What's that? Or was it the winter of 2010 that we did that slaughter? Oh, yeah. That was the greatest rabbit hunt. But this it was is not... Early 2011, <laughs> wasn't it? 2010. Oh, okay. Early 2010. No, I wasn't here in 2000. I got here... Late 2010, so it had been early 2011. I mean, late 2000. It was 2010, I know for a fact. Okay, late 2000. Anyways. All right, sorry, Aaron. That's a different podcast, Rick, talking about hunting. Because if we get on that rabbit trail. No pun intended. We will not uh, be talking about Godzilla. Yeah, this isn't a hunting podcast. So, Star Wars news. Not a lot right now. No. <laughs> oh, I just read an article that said uh, Kathleen Kennedy said that they're going to take a break or they need to take a break of some sort. Like they need to restart or take a step back. I think that's what she said. Is that going to affect the Mandalorian or anything? I have no idea. No, Mandalorian season two is filming. Oh, okay. I'm just saying with whatever she was concocting, it's going to be a pile of rubbish. That's what it's going to be. She's She's... Is the reason that the Star Wars films have been so chaotic. Right. Because she's the one that decided we need to throw in, like, the the political stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's just, like... Stuff that's going to be irrelevant like, like You know it's now. a failure when you have to write an article or, or an interview and say, I'm taking a... St- we have to take a step back. That means you failed. 
Because it should be, hey, we want we want the new trilogy to come out immediately. Right. But it's not. Because <clears throat> she ruined it. Her and Ryan Johnson. Yeah. The fact Didn't that they threw in stuff that was relevant in 2018. Yeah. You know, in 20 years from now, 30 years from now. Yeah. All that political stuff they decided to add, those statements they thought they needed to make are irrelevant. Yeah, it's pretty sad actually because like everybody's looking. <laughs> I know we talked about this. So I don't want to be a dead horse, but it's just it's you just have to sigh, you know. It's just when you look back at even the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy, they had politics in the movies, but it was politics in their world, so it was relevant to the characters, right. not not throwing statements that's. You know, was relevant. What did what did the what did that broad say at the very end of Rose? What she say? Oh, love is what wins battles. You don't you don't win battles by killing your enemies by I don't know. <laughs> Obviously forgettable. Yep. <laughs> I hope she. I wish she. I thought she died, and I hope wish she died. I don't like her character. She said, uh, "Saving those who we love." That's how we <laughs> win. Boo. We don't. If you kill your enemies, that's Boo. evil. You don't kill your Boo. enemies. Anyways, I don't want to be a dead horse on that anymore. <laughs> so there's one bit of news that I wanted to talk about. Now, this is, I think, just a rumor, but there, uh, there, there are talks of having a some kind of a show, a live action show, I think, with Kylo Ren as the main subject. Rick's favorite character. <laughs> Is that warranted? No, dude. I, I, I mean, whatever people like Kylo Ren, again, I think he's the worst character in all of Star Wars ever. I think he's even in front of... Jar Jar? Yes. What? Terrible character development. Now you're losing credibility. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I just, I don't like him. I, I think I guess you don't... He's... I've always I'm not going to watch a show him. with him. I'm not going to do it. No, whatever. Yeah, okay, I probably will. But <laughs> I'm not enthused about it. That's what I'm saying. So it's going to be what on Disney Plus? I don't know. It's it's all conjecture right now. It's, there's nothing set in stone, and there's no timeline set or anything. Is it, I guess this is like before the events of Force Awakens. It could be, or it could be in the middle or somewhere. Um, I mean, there's time there to explore anything. Well, if they go back to the clone days, are they going to like? Is, is the technology going to advance all of a sudden if it's like a prequel or something? <laughs> like it did in the original series. Never mind. It didn't cut that really out. advance. Cut that out. <laughs> I was trying to make a, it. It made sense in my head. I think I get what you were saying. Like the technology seemed technology more advanced seemed in the prequels. In the prequel series. And in the original series looked like it was from the 70s. 70s. <laughs> well, the technology didn't advance, but the, the, spe- the, in the movie, the technology in the universe, right? The technology didn't advance. Well, well it kind of techno- looked like it, it looked did, sleeker, and it was definitely yeah. sleeker. And then the original trilogy looks like things from the seventies, like the buttons look seventies. Oh, yeah. right, right. <laughs> Anyways, I guess it's the main complaint of the prequels. Like, you can cut that out, Aaron. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe we'll see. Uh, there's. I was trying to make a point. There's. There's a comic book. Uh, arc where it shows Kylo Ren killing some Jedi and leaving Luke and being trained by Snoke. So they kind of covered that a little bit. But is that of any interest 
where you would want to see that shown at all. What, in live action. What if what if they had a show So Brett said no. What if they had a show completely different from what you just asked? <laughs> no, I'm just, I was going to expand on that. Like I would kind of be intrigued if he was like if it was maybe before he became you know, as he he just got picked up by his uncle or whatever. And we could follow him and Luke training yeah. and then him being influenced by Snoke, maybe explain how Snoke found him or or whatever. Yeah, I would I like that. Anything that shows more about Snoke, anything that shows That's another wasted story. Backstory. I agree, Snoke was wasted. He was a cool cool Because you already know his backstory from the third <laughs> movie. That he was just a a being that was just created by the Emperor. He was never a real person. <laughs> There's some stuff you could do with that, though. I mean, they could take that anywhere, right? Um, like, I don't know. Get Ryan Johnson. He'll figure something out. Lord Vader. Andy Serkis is a great actor. Like, I know he doesn't do the body acting. He does all the motion capture stuff. But the way that he speaks and delivers dialogue, it's it's really good. Yeah, I mean, Snoke wasn't a bad character until they threw him away and... In Return of or the Last Jedi, I was very intrigued with him up until that point, and I was like, "Now what are you gonna do?" Yeah, he was so good with inflection and the cadence in his voice, and speaking softly, but then um, punctuating it with an almost yell. Um, anything in the, in the throne room where he was talking to either Kylo or with Ray. Um, just you could. He was fascinating to listen to. Yeah, I thought until he was. <laughs> he was a good character until that moment, you know. <laughs> and then they just completely erased him, basically, in the third movie by saying, "Well, he was. He was never real in the first place." Yeah, poor choice, but that's. We're stuck with it. No. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's about it for Star Wars news. Um, yeah, I think they do need to take a step back. Uh, looking forward to Mandalorian season two. We'll see. Um, we'll see what comes down the pike now. So, Godzilla, twenty fourteen. Okay, so Godzilla 2014 was one of those movies where Rick and I were super excited very, to see. Very, very excited to watch. Because he and I, as kids, watched several of the Jap- original Godzillas from yeah. J- Japanese-made films. Of course, they were poorly dubbed in English, but as a kid, you don't care about that. All you want to see is... Rubber suit Godzilla beat mm-hmm. up rubber suit sea monster or King Kong or whatever monster <laughs> he's fighting. But, uh, and then the 98 Godzilla, you and I both liked, Rick. Yeah. Do you agree? We used yeah, to watch yeah, I mean, that. we were pretty young still, so. Yeah, we were young. But it was a movie that we would occasionally watch together, and it was like, yeah. just something you and I would do every now and then yeah. when we and hung the out room. as kids. Yeah. So, 
when they were talking about making a new American live action Godzilla and the previews looked fantastic. Of course they showed all the action. We didn't know that at the time though. No. I didn't realize they showed every bit of Godzilla in the previews as that's in the movie. But uh yeah. Talk about one of the greatest disappointments in my experience in the cinema. It was probably the worst movie of the decade, in my opinion. In terms of Okay, let me look up some other movies of the decade. <laughs> I mean, no, it was pretty bad. Like I I echo what Brett was saying. We had all this excitement going into it. A lot like the Star Wars movies and it just fell flat. And we're not even really hard critics when it comes to movies. Uh but when it came to the, this was just it was slow. The I think the character development was really odd if yeah. there was any at all. Uh the pacing was terrible. Um it was just it was really hard to get behind. It was just Yeah. If I was gonna break down the movie I'll just say spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen it, you know it's from two thousand fourteen, I think. Um watched the last ten minutes of it. Yeah. You didn't miss so, a thing. So well, when Brian Cranston's character was involved, there was kind of this mystery he was trying to solve, and that kept my attention. Yeah, that was generally decent. But that's like the first, what, 30 minutes of the movie? It's like a three-hour movie, I know, altogether. Yeah. I'm, it's, three and a half hours, something like that. I don't know if it's quite that long, but it's, it's, it's not a short movie. So that part intrigued me, and then they kind of just... Wrap that storyline up. It's like, oh, mystery solved. And then they killed him off. Killed off Brian Cranston for some reason. They built him up to be the main character. Then we follow his son, who I was not invested in. And like Ricky said, it was just like, anytime, when all the complaints that everybody's made are the same ones I'm about to make, but anytime things felt like it was going to ramp up, mm-hmm. they just pull away. And his son was boring. I never got involved in his character. It was just, it was, again. He was just a generic, like. The pacing was awful. Yeah. And every time I go, here we go, finally, we're going to get some action. And it's like, oh, you want to see those cities get destroyed? Well, sorry. Too bad. We're just going to show you that they were destroyed later. And then the final fight was cool, but by the time you got to that point, I was so sleepy that I wasn't even invested anymore. There was no investment at the very end. Like, I mean, I think I lost halfway through because I kept talking to Brittany. I was like, do you want to leave? And we're kind of like, she's like, yes, but I don't want to be be rude because it looks like everybody else is involved, like into it. So we didn't want to be those people. And then when we got down the very, we got, we're leaving. We were walking down the stairs. I'm not going to lie, guys. This movie, I wanted to leave. And Corey's like, you did too? It was really awful, though. I mean, I remember like watching the previews and thinking that it was awesome. And then it just kept getting further and further closer to the end of the movie. And it's like you were hoping that they were going to give you something else that you didn't already see in the previews. And then the credits started rolling and you realized that there was nothing new and there was nothing exciting that had happened. Like You literally could have just gotten the nutshell of the whole entire movie by just watching the preview. And that was it. I mean, literally, even when Godzilla came out and blew 
that fire out of his mouth. Like they showed that in the preview. That was like this epic part and they gave it away beforehand. So it sucked. It was very underwhelming. Very. I thought so too. Uh, I didn't see it in the theaters. Um, never been a big Godzilla fan or like giant monster movie fan in general. That's not my particular type of science fiction that gets me excited. So I rented it online not too long ago, and I didn't finish it really. <laughs> <laughs> it was that bad, huh? We kind of we kind of give you a heads up about that too. I you mean, did well just... you? So we don't see eye to eye on every movie. Um, trying to think of a prime example. Well, Last Jedi, perfect example. Yeah, I thought yeah. it wasn't that bad, and you guys think it's the worst thing ever. So yeah, that was probably uh, the worst movie of the decade. <laughs> Followed closely by Godzilla. Was it the same? Yeah, it'd be the same decade, I guess. Um, so I tried to keep an open mind, and uh, I, I thought, you know, it got good reviews. It can't be that bad. Brett's kind of particular when it comes to these kinds of movies, so he probably just it didn't meet his expectations. Doesn't mean it was necessarily bad. It's probably just him. No, it wasn't just you, Brett. So <laughs> I do give you credit. I mean, the reviews I saw generally it was about the pacing. And just the lack of Godzilla. But the diehards are like, this is true to its form. This is, this uh, is did Godzilla. Did you watch the Japanese Godzillas? Yeah. Like, I did years ago. I mean, it usually took about an hour to get to Godzilla. Yeah, when he was on but screen finally. Like, he was on he at least 30 stuff. minutes. At least yeah. 40 minutes. He ran around, he destroyed a city, blew some fire, killed a bunch of people. Or usually people. an oil refinery I always knew. Like, yeah. he always seems to run through one of this those. This movie, like, you saw a glimpse of him. His foot. And then you wouldn't see him for, you know, 40 minutes, and then you get another glimpse. And, oh, he's going to fight a monster, and then... And when he blows his fire at the very end, that's an awesome scene. Like, this is like, this is what we've been waiting for. Well, I think that... It's over. They made (laughs) it... Just like that. One of the the mistakes that they made was they they kept Godzilla hidden too long. And they... And they pursued Brian Cranston's storyline, which was his useless storyline, a bridge to nowhere. Right, it was um, unbelievable. I couldn't. I, I couldn't. I think they yeah. do that because um, in suspense movies, you don't want to reveal the monster too quickly because the suspense is oftentimes the most enjoyable part of the movie. It's the most intriguing part of the movie. <laughs> what is Godzilla? What is Godzilla? What is Godzilla? Everybody knows what freaking Godzilla is. That's exactly right, Rick. <laughs> like we know what Godzilla is. This isn't like well, what's what's compared to franchises that are. Before you go on, can I just add what they did wrong? I agree with what you said, but they they spoiled his face. And do you remember the trailer months yeah. before the movie came out and they showed his face? That That's was what the Bernie issue. Was saying yeah, that he was revealed and everything. Right. Everything was about the, him in the movie was revealed in the trailers. Exactly what was. Brittany was just saying. like I'm saying like even before the main trailer it wasn't like the it was like that car commercial or whatever. Oh, you, Do you remember like, that? You mean in the film? It was before the movie started. Was that was that, that the was same the, night? That was a, that was the there was a preview of a car trailer. I thought like Hertz or something or but it, it featured the Godzilla monster and in they the showed his face right before That's the right. movie. Everybody's oh, like, an actual commercial, yes. a brand commercial. Yeah, and everybody's like at the movie theater like previews. And everybody's like, oh, come on. Like, 
Yeah, but like Brittany said, though, they revealed him. I, okay, so they, they must have done that. We must have seen a movie before that, and they revealed his face because at the time, we didn't know what Godzilla looked like. No, I knew what he looked like because okay, he well, had appeared in previews before the movie. Maybe, okay. Yeah, Brittany's right. Okay. You're probably right. But what I was going to say is... So they they is what a two and a half hour three hour movie Godzilla, and Godzilla appears in what eight minutes I think is what I've heard eight to ten minutes we'll say total. But if you look at Jurassic Park, they say there's really only about fifteen minutes of footage of actual dinosaurs in it. Like if you took all right, but you can look at how well. God, Jurassic Park never feels slow. Ever. Like, you always feel like there's never a gap so long that you don't, like, I wish a dinosaur would show up. You know, because when they do show up, they do enough that you're, like, thrilled by it. And then when they're not there, the characters are doing something. There's important dialogue. Yeah, Especially at the dialogue. beginning of it. There's, there's a lot of moments, character development. Yep. There's things to be invested in between the dinosaur scenes. And Godzilla did not have that. You have to have characters that you can get behind, no matter what kind of movie you're making. Right. And there was nobody to get behind. I was excited that Brian Cranston was in it, because he thought he was going to have this huge role, and that he was going to be in the next coming trilogy that everybody assumes it was going to be. Nope. I do like Dr. Is it Surizawa, the, the Japanese Godzilla. expert? Godzilla. 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 Let them fight. I, I like his character. Yeah, I mean, he's again in. Uh, and I was King shouting at the whole movie. Let them fight. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did like Godzilla King of the Monsters a lot better. Oh, me too. I actually, saw I actually enjoyed before. that. Movie. I saw him in reverse order. I, I liked it a better by a long shot. I f- still felt like when the action was really picking up, they would kind of pull away, not as much, but um, like when you get me invested in the battle, let me see the battle. I don't want to see. You know, he's getting he's fighting, and then they pull away to Joe Schmo that you don't care about. I don't remember any of the names of the characters. I don't want to see a baby crying in the rubble, separated from its mother. No, I want to see unless you know. Is that harsh? I don't want to see that. I want to see the give me give me one battle, at least one at the very end of the movie, where nothing gets pulled away. Right. I want to see it played out from beginning to end. Like. um like Kong and the, right the where he faces Kong the, and the Skull Island this, or whatever yeah the Skull uh, what you call it oh, he has multiple uh, fights where you see beginning and end you know they are running away but the monsters are still at least in the background like you still are witnessing the fight they're not completely pulled away we're like where did Godzilla go <laughs> again he keeps disappearing when right. he's you know fighting something. Game of Thrones botched that up too with their dragon fight yep. in, in season eight. They didn't show that very clearly at all. It was a disappointment. Yeah, I like, and again, the Skull Island at the very end, the last fight between God or Kong and the, the Skull Crawler or whatever. I never felt like they pulled away, at least not mm-hmm. long enough, that it, was, it jarred me. It was great. Yeah. Yeah, they may have cut, you know, to whatever the humans were doing here and there, but they still showed the, all the the yeah. developments of the fight, so yeah. you didn't feel like you were missing anything. Right. Even in uh, back to Jurassic Park, when even the third movie, which is the weakest of the Jurassic Park, like the T Rex and Spinosaurus fight, they 
Yeah, you see that from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. And then T-Rex that was versus... a pretty quick fight, though. Very it brief. It was. But the T-Rex versus Adominus was from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Like, you might have a quick scene where the humans are running away, but their animals are still at least in view. Like, right. they don't just vanish. And Godzilla and Ghidorah, Ghidorah, whatever the hell his name is. King Ghidorah. He would just disappear. And I'm like, guys. Yeah. So going back to Godzilla just real quick. I, 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 every movie I go into, because I love just movies in general and try to be as objective as possible. And with this one, I legitly tried to be as objective as possible through the whole way. Uh, I just, it, I just couldn't do it. Like it was just, it, I don't know how people can say this was a masterpiece or whatever because it just it it falls absolutely flat. So yeah, I mean I, I just and my, that's why they got a new director for the second one. Yeah, just it was it was, it was bad. It was, it was bad. It was yeah. a bad movie. Like it was a bad. Movie. You had those Rotten Tomato guys like, oh, it's a masterpiece. It was blah blah. And I'm like, come on, guys, you're trying to act like you're so sophisticated, but. Three you hours go to, of a, you go to a, a monster movie to watch monsters fight. You don't go there for some deep philosophical rebuilding of the. Yeah. No, you just got to get to it. But the the um, the backstory and the and the lore behind it is really cool. The uh, you know the stuff in these movies in this universe of movies where they in the opening credits where they're showing clips in history if the the atomic bomb explosion. I think they show that. Um, Bikini awake, Island awake or whatever, yeah, Bikini Atoll, um, little newspaper clippings and stuff, and just stuff that they sprinkle in that's supposed to kind of tell the story of the history of these creatures. Right, they did that, that with that's uh, really cool. They do that with uh, Godzilla '98 too, the whole atomic bomb. Yeah, okay, so that, that, that's a general theme. Then I haven't seen that one either. Are you serious? Godzilla '98, yeah. Just, By know. today's standards, <laughs> the CGI is really, really dated. But, but back then, though, at the was... time, though, I mean, Godzilla was constantly in the movie. Like, there was never a time, and the character, the the acting is bad. It's cheesy, so, you know, nineties like cheese. But you know, it was fun. <laughs> was it Meg Ryan in that? With who? No, it's not. No, Meg Ryan. who it is it? Was... Godzilla ninety eight. Yeah, it's uh, Matthew Broderick and a bunch of other people. That... Can't remember her name. Ever. She was like in that movie only. It wasn't Meg Ryan though. She was a terrible actress. That is not Meg Ryan's uh cup of tea. Everybody's Mar- getting their Googles out. Maria Patillo? Told you she's in what I never she heard was of in her. that movie. That's the only yeah. movie she was in. Oh um Jean Reno. Jean Claude Van Damme? No. Did he played Godzilla? <laughs> yes, he played Godzilla. <laughs> Jean Reno, aka the professional. Interesting. Okay. Um, so yeah, so I guess we're all caught up on what are they calling this this universe? The monster, the monster universe. universe, I guess. Um so looking forward to Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah, I mean I agree. The lore that they have built up in these films, the two films or three films they have in this universe now. Um, it's very interesting. I mean, the fact that these animals, I guess, existed in our world before we existed, I guess. Humans. I think that's the gist. And they went dormant, I guess, for years and years and years. Yeah. 
Which, I mean, that's conceivable. I mean, I buy that. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But Godzilla 2014 was just a rough way to start the it was. series. Yep. And I probably wouldn't have even gotten around to seeing it, and um, but I knew we were going to talk about it, so I made myself. Yep. Waste of uh, an hour and whatever, how much, how much time. And it's so darkly shot. Um, you, uh, a lot of it's set at night, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with filming movies at night, but at least shoot it so that you can see what's going on, light it up. You, yeah, you couldn't yeah. see. Yeah, it was really hard to see. Even in the theaters, like the final battle... Which was definitely the highlight of the movie, but like you said, it was it was quite dark. So there was a lot of times where you're like, "How did Godzilla even get hit, or what hit him, or you know, how did he kill the? You know, you saw him kill the male eventually, but I don't know. Like you said, it was just it's just a bad movie. Yeah, it's a bad movie. <laughs> yeah, I gave it one out of five, two out of five, maybe. Yeah, I think I've seen it one other time since then, right before I watched Kong Skull Island. And that's it. That's enough. I've seen it enough now. (laughs) So what are you looking forward to as far as movies coming out next year? I just saw the new new Batman trailer dropped a couple days ago. I haven't seen it yet. Is it good? Well, how could you? Yes, it's, it looks good. I mean, it looks like an emo Batman, but I mean, it looks okay. Yeah, I they should have gotten Jared Leto to do Batman. No, <laughs> after he played the Joker. so Robert Pattinson has been cast as Batman, and I was, and I'm still like hesitant because he. I, the only thing I've known he's in was Twilight, which is definitely not my cup of tea. So That's a good I think movie. of. Like sparkly vampires as Batman, I just. But the trailer has uh, potential. Potential, like, I well, think it. but Batman is my hero. Like my, if I, anyone talks about comic books, it's, yep, Batman. it's Batman. And I've always wanted, even the Nolan's trilogy was not quite as dark and gritty as it, as it could be. Dark Knight was close. That's but, yeah, because of yeah. But this Batman. Well, they were all PG thirteen, right? So yeah, this Batman looks more like the Joker style, realistic. It has to be dark, even hyper realistic compared to Nolan's. Nolan was the one who was going to try to make a more realistic Batman, but this one I think will be even more grounded. And the trailer was quite dark. It was. I mean, I'm pretty sure he killed somebody in that trailer. (laughs) (laughs) You need to watch it. You need to watch it as soon as you can. Uh, but as Brett and I, we've always kind of preached with a DC universe, like DC in general to me and to Brett, and maybe he can clarify if I'm wrong here, but it's a darker universe in my opinion. Than Marvel. Than Marvel. Marvel's yeah. pretty dark in terms of like the, like in terms of like the stakes. Stakes, yes, but the way the movies have always, it's just not dark. It's always light. The, the, the color schemes are Humor. always, oh, we're in New York again. Oh, how are you doing? Oh, I got 10 kills. While wow, 100,000 people have died already. And it's just, it's, anyways. Right. Then the DC is just really dark. You got, you got the Joker and you got the Suicide Squad, which is, uh, it's, it is what it is, but 
I just really, this universe is just dark. And right. I keep saying dark, but it really is. So, and Brett and I, we've always liked the grittiness and it's always fallen flat. And that's why I just don't think that they've gotten it together yet. DC, they're getting there ish, but it's not there the, yet. The which, problem with the DC, cause see, Nolan's Batman at the time was the darkest and grittiest. Yes. Comic book films. It, and it, until more recently, it remained that till Joker. Well, yeah. Actually. But what happened with the DCEU or whatever the heck they're calling it is they were trying to mimic Marvel. They saw Marvel's success. They took the characters and, and they're still a little darker than, than Marvel. But then they started lightening them. Each film, they started making more and more Marvel light, you know, more jokes, more silly moments that take away from the, you know, those out of what, what do you want to even wonder woman had kind of like the marvel feel to it she did it was more grounded until the very end and then what killed me was the bad guy at the end he yeah. just was like it was like mm-hmm. ps2 level dialogue like you can't defeat me my power is too great that kind of wait who was that what uh um, never at the end at the camp or whatever and that bl- it was a blue dude right or something he wasn't blue I can't remember what color it was. He was just a man. But he got this CGI armor on him. I forget oh, his name. Yeah. I forget hey, what? His name. I'm sorry, what movie? Wonder, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Oh, uh. Ares. Uh, yeah, Ares. Yeah, that's right. So he became CGI PS2 final boss. <laughs> you can't yeah, beat that. me. <laughs> what, what would you call it when, like, there's a moment where there's tension and it's fairly serious and then they just break that tension with the. It's called comedic relief. Yeah, but but it's like while you're supposed to care about what's going on, and I just go right. Uh-huh, and you know, and Marvel's notorious for doing that. Yeah, kind of like you said, like thousands of people, hundreds of thousands of people are dying, and they're just like cracking jokes, right? And it just like it takes away from. And DC the, was starting to throw that kind of stuff in, right? This the the Batman that's coming out, I think, is going to remove all that. The tone is going to be different, I believe. Yeah. And that's the way it was with Joker. Like, within the first 38 seconds of that movie, that tone was set for the rest of the movie. Have you seen the right. Joker yet? Mm-hmm. Aaron. Aaron. My, I, my man. My entertainment focuses have been elsewhere. Bro, Joker is phenomenal. Even Britney liked it. She doesn't like dark, Joker, dark Joker's movies. Joker is probably my favorite of this decade. Yeah, easily. It was phenomenal. But I know you guys probably haven't watched The Handmaid's Tale, but like, <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, like it's all about tone. It's all about how each episode or how the movie starts off. And that's how you know how it's going to be the rest of the movie. Like Saving right. Private Ryan. <laughs> 28 seconds or a minute into that movie, beach landing, you knew how the yeah. tone of the movie is going to be. Same with uh, what the Joker just said. Like, it was just the the, the music and the, the color schemes. And that's how I kind of got because we can only tell we can only you know yeah. guess with the batman movie i think that's it's got that because you just yeah. see his face like you just see the the rain and the and the lightning and just he looks angry and depressed which i maybe that's a new side of batman well batman was always supposed to be depressed like because the reason he's right. doing that is because it's you know it's not really a spoiler and they show it in every movie but <laughs> batman's parents were killed <laughs> 
<laughs> I hope they don't show that in this movie. We've, they probably. I hope they just we've seen the Waynes die a thousand times. I know. I kinda, You'll see the pearls fall at least. But this is the second year as Batman. They said this this movie starts year two as Batman. So he's still he's not like just getting started, but he's still pretty green. And there was not a single joke cracked the whole movie, or the whole trailer. Like nothing stupid, nothing. <laughs> it's just him being. He's just damaged. He's bound as damaged as his villains. Right. Which, from, I don't read comics. And it's gonna be the Riddler, right? That's yeah. That's and the... they're man. Talk about change of pace. They made the Riddler like a serial killer, like creepy. You know, he's, it's I not bet the, Jim Carrey. I bet not that Jim, Jim Carrey. <laughs> it's not Jim Carrey. <laughs> Ray Romano. <laughs> no, so this I, don't, is my, I don't recognize the actor, but he's been right. cast already. Yeah, so I know, Aaron, you haven't seen it, but Brett, do you think they're going to try, based on the success of this Batman film, are they going to try and incorporate Joker into that universe, like into the world? Oh, the, from, they say no, but if but it, the the tone though yeah I, the tonally think... they're about the same. Um, they're already talking about the director of the the Batman film said that he's he's already got a plan for a trilogy, like a he Batman has a trilogy, trilogy in mind, and he's wanting to keep a lot of these because he has a lot of characters cast already like Penguin, Riddler, Catwoman. Um, She's in that. You'll see that she's in. The, she's in the trailer. I do like Catwoman. Um, Carmine Falcone's been cast. He's he was a uh, mob leader. Okay, and um, he was in Nolan's first movie too, Brief, briefly. Yeah, and Carmine Falcone's just been a villain in comics and TV shows and whatever. He was in Gotham, the Gotham show. Yeah, okay. he was, which I liked. Yeah, I I I didn't hate it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it's really violent though. Like, it's violent, but it's also, since I'm uh, like Batman, I feel like they, all of Batman's big rogues were like, some of them were even killed before he became Batman. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, what? Anyway, that's kind of a, uh, else world, what if scenario, I guess. Right. So question for you guys, in order for, for for in order for in order for DC to kind of gain back the market share, what do they need to stick to more of the gritty, dark, Joker esque style? Because they, yeah, because they have to separate themselves, right? right. I mean, that's just no I question. Think- how do but how do they like going forward with the new Aquaman's and the new Suicide Squads coming out? Which I haven't seen anything about that. Is there a trailer out for that yet? Suicide they Squad did two? a yeah. cat uh, character. No. They did like a brief thing where they just showed a lot of the new characters coming into the squad. Okay. Have you, did you either of you see the Birds of Prey movie? No. The that. Harley Quinn sequel? That did not no. interest okay. me at all. Yeah I, yeah, I don't know. Is that bad? No, I didn't have it. bombed and I had no did interest. It, did it bomb? It, I agree. If, if DC wants to separate themselves... It has to be like the Joker. It needs to be dark, gritty. They can have rated R films. And if you want to do your, I know that if you want to do big budget stuff, like they can do Batman rated R because he doesn't have superpowers. That's why Joker would work. 
But with Superman, if you want to get you know, people in the seats, you can't make it rated R. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You you lose a. And they already did kind of, of the mope, the darker, gritty Superman, which was Man of Steel, which I thought was a. Are they going to reboot that too? I don't. I don't know. I just. I guess really DC just needs to stick to to Batman. <laughs> No, I I I I, don't, I disagree. I, th- I mean, Superman's a a, a much loved, like pro- uh, probably a top five loved comic book character. And yeah, he's say, never been my top five. <laughs> I just every movie I've seen, he's I think it's because he's always so good. Like Man of Steel, they actually try to make it. The stakes pretty high for Superman, but the movie was boring. And the CGI was weak even for its time. Like, the fights looked really bad. Yeah. Because he was, like, punching them and it was clear they were, like, rubbery and weird looking. So, I don't know how you do Superman right. Like, I don't think there's a good Superman movie. Superman's not one of my favorites. Um, I thought Man of Steel was, was fine, though. I think Henry Cavill does, does an okay job. I think he's he's not terrible. I don't know who would be a better Superman. It I, is a hard character to, to do, right? Because either you make him um, like goody two-shoes, always makes the right decision, or you make him kind of angsty and not wanting to be the, the savior of the world. I, but he's always been kind of goody. I'd rather almost see that. I don't want dark emo Superman because he got Batman. Like, Superman needs to be... The opposite spectrum. Like Captain America. Kind of, yeah. And, you know, I, I give Superman crap, but, like, the Superman the Animated Series, though, that was a good show. Superman was oh. intriguing. The villains were pretty decent. Lex Luthor was good in that one. Get rid of what's-his-face is Lex Luthor that was in the DCEU. Um, oh, Jesse uh, Eisenberg or whatever. Yeah. I don't Why? Because he, Why? everyone wants to be like this almost Joker knockoff. Like, play them, play them straight. Play them the way they are in the comics. Why does everybody got to be like that? <laughs> and these weird, eccentric, like. We haven't had a good Lex Luthor since, like, Smallville, probably. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't watch that show either. <laughs> <laughs> That's just soap opera with Superman. That's a CW show, yeah. But, it's like Night Lights with some football. Yeah, I can't watch that either. But anyway, what was it, my what was I saying? Lex Luthor in the cartoon though was great. He's he's very business. He's very like his motives make sense. Like first he's like, well, I'm. It's he 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 justifies what he's doing by saying he doesn't trust Superman. He thinks Superman's too powerful and could be a a threat to. Yes, he could be. He could be, but that's not his real motivation. He's got you know. It's all about business and money. Mm-hmm. He's not the weird, goofy, you know, Jesse, whatever you said his name was. I, I Jesse Eisenberg, right? Jesse yeah. Eisenberg, yeah. I'm just like, you have Joker, not everybody needs to be weird or strange. Like, can't Lex Luthor just be a, a smart, serious, a, smart yeah. businessman? Yeah. Calculating, I want him to be calculating and a real, like, what's appealing about Lex is that the hero is this super powerful being that's way beyond what a normal man can accomplish, yet Lex is always one of Superman's greatest threats. 
And he's just a regular man. Yeah. That's what makes him appealing. That's what makes him a genuine threat because he's so smart that he's probably could rival Batman in intellect. Agreed. I didn't mean to, you know, this wasn't meant to be a DC universe discussion, but it's, it's turned out fine. Um, I, uh, I think they were on a pretty good track and I'm, I forget now why they have, what happened to that because I thought they had, I think that they had a good start with Man of Steel, um, Batman versus Superman. I actually really, good. really enjoyed. Yeah. Ricky and I loved Batman versus Superman. I was, I was very surprised at how interesting. That's, that was the darkest Batman ever got to that point. Right. Yeah. Don, or, um, D- um, Justice League was underwhelming. Really? I don't think That's I have. It's I that was a, that was the first real major step backwards to me. But it was it was okay. It wasn't awful. It wasn't awful, but it wasn't it I, wasn't Avengers by any means. It I hated what they did to Batman. I guess because when it comes to Batman material, Batman was always supposed to be the guy that he's kind of like Lex. He's so smart that he's almost more dangerous than superhumans because of his intellect, even. Superman made a comment, I guess, in some comic. I don't know. I don't read comics, but I, I research this crap because I get bored. <laughs> but he said Batman was one of the most dangerous people he's ever met just because of how sharp he is. And maybe that's what they're going to try to incorporate in the new movie. Well, he's pretty dangerous towards those thugs. I mean... Lackeys? Lackeys. What was I going to say? Uh... What were we about? While you were thinking that, I was just going to finish. I thought they were on a really good start with, they had, um, uh, Aquaman, which I really, really enjoyed. Wonder Woman was phenomenal. Wonder Woman 2 is on the way. Um, but that's, got, you want to add anything? Go Ricky? ahead. Rick, Rick's wife is gesticulating over here. I just. <laughs> I just, I was going to say, I just love Wonder Woman. I don't watch TV a whole lot. And so I don't see any trailers unless my husband comes and Ricky and tells me about something that's coming out. Um, or if I just randomly see it on Facebook. Regal gift cards. You still got some? um, I got like $50 left. Nice. I'll have to take advantage of that. But I didn't even know that Wonder Woman 2 was coming out. So I was just chanting because i freaking love wonder woman she is a beast and if you've ever watched like behind the scenes of like getting all of wonder woman and her people like ready for like just even the image of what like they needed to look like you know all of them looking really beastly and strong i was just like oh they're just amazing they seriously are like they had to put in a lot of hard work for wonder woman to like get the image that they needed to look like that they could go against war against whoever they needed to and so anyways i'm just really excited for it i really liked wonder woman because it showed someone who really had a pure heart and uh, she was resolute in uh, doing the right thing. Whatever it was, that was what she was going to do, and she didn't waver in that. I know. And, like, in the first movie, she's so oblivious to the way the rest of the world works. So it really, you're able to really see a comparison between the rest of the world and that pure heart that she has. Yep. 
And I think that's why she wins every time. And she's hot. She's really hot. She is pretty hot. <laughs> you should Wonder do a uh, Wonder Woman costume this year. <laughs> well, it's tasteful. Wonder Woman's one of the few characters, or at least that movie, where I believed that she was capable of doing what she was doing. Like, I guess as a man, I don't want to sound sexist or anything, but when you see like movies like Atomic Blonde, where she's just supposed to be this lady beating up guys three times her size, like it's just I never saw Atomic Blonde either. I I wanted to. Oh, the previews. Okay. And people have talked about it, but Wonder Woman's like, okay. And even even uh, Black Widow, for some reason, in Marvel. Yeah. I can see... Because Black Widow actually has to, like, take them down and, you know, it's not just super easy for her, but Wonder Woman pulls it off. Like, the actress, Gal Gadot, she really... I believe every second of it. Yep. Is it Gadot or Godot? Godot? I don't know. I'm terrible at pronunciation. Is it Gadot? Really? She's Israeli, so... So? Godot would sound French. French? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, she sells it. That's all I'm saying. She's a very great actress. She sells that role. She's She is Wonder Woman. She's I the Wonder remember. Woman. Yep. I never heard of her, and I was like, okay, Wonder Woman. But when I saw the movie, even though the ending was kind of weak, just because not because of her, but because of the the villain who... How he played out, but up until that point, the movie was yeah. it was great. One of the better entries. So, agreed. I'd never seen Aquaman, but I never liked the character. What? Why not? <laughs> I hate Aquaman. I've never seen. You should give it a chance. I'll give the movie a chance because he's. I just Jason Momoa is a good character. He is. He's a yeah, good actor. He's too. a good actor. <laughs> That's, I don't watch movies. You got hot on the brain over there. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> what was the other one? Suicide Squad was... It wasn't the worst. No, 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 no. I, I was going to say... I don't want to keep this going because we probably should wrap up here soon, but I think Suicide Squad was what took DC back about 1,800 steps. <laughs> it was just a failure on all fronts. Well, it was a one-off, though. I mean, it wasn't meant to be. It was terrible, though. Like, it was... Didn't we try to watch that movie like three, four three four times, times or, or something times. like that? We never could get through it and just kept turning it off every it was time. It's just so boring every single time. Yeah, if we want to talk about, yeah, like if you really think about the plot, it's super generic. Like I never thought it was the greatest movie. I I was able to, but they introduced Joker. Some, like that was supposed to be Joker's. Like he was supposed to start that yeah, universe. Uh, I know. I saw the pictures. I was like, eh. And Ricky's like, oh, he's going to be great. Just you wait. <laughs> and then I saw the trailer. I'm like, eh. He's like, oh, he's going to be great. Just you wait. And I saw the movie. I'm yep. Like, eh. <laughs> Harley Quinn was good, though. She was good. Like, I know, like, Jared Leto's a fantastic actor. Like, he's just a... Yeah. He's one of those transformative actors. Like, he can play really he, any character he was trying to be intimidating in the movie he wasn't i know I, joker should be like if joker comes on he should be like oh crap here we go and he's like yeah hey. <laughs> i'm like what i know why most of his lines got cut because that just wasn't his his role and, yeah. and then the cgi 
super villain at the end, the big CGI battle and sky beam crap. Yeah, it was stupid. Okay, fair enough. It was a dumb movie. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're looking forward to Batman. We'll see. Looking forward to Batman. <laughs> Is there anything else before we wrap it up? Um we can talk about it offline, but what do you think what do you think next? To give our listeners a teaser. Well, I kind of kicked around the idea of next time we talk about a series or franchise. Oh yeah, that's right. That we were, that you you like, you loved at one time in your life. Like you thought it was like the pinnacle of film in your opinion, or just something you really enjoyed. But as you got older, it's lost its appeal, lost its mm-hmm. luster. Or something that maybe five years ago, ten years ago, you've been like, oh, I love this movie, and you'd. If someone says a bad movie, you'd argue, and then maybe as you got older, it's yeah, not as good as it yeah. used to be to you. I like that. It's a good good topic, yeah. So, everyone, we'll see what we come up with for that. Yeah. So, until next time, this has been Aaron, Brett, Brett. <laughs> and Ricky. Ricky. And Brittany. Welcome aboard, Brittany. <laughs> see you guys.